Welcome to the Illuminate Orthodontic Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Seta. Today, I'm excited to share a special live episode that we recorded during the recent AAO annual session. Now, all of the Illuminate podcasts are recorded in person anyway, but this was the first live show we recorded in front of an audience, and we were thrilled to have a turnout of roughly 200 guests. This podcast was also the first time the Illuminate team has been in the same room together as my sound engineer Skylar came in from New Jersey and musical director Tom flew over from London just for the event. For this special edition of Illuminate Live, I decided to bring back three of our previous guests for an innovator's roundtable on the future of the profession. This episode features Dr. John Pham of Embrace, Dr. Alfred Griffin III of Lightforce Ortho, and of course, Dr. Adam Schulhoff of Grin. I consider these three, along with Dr. Brandon Owen of KLO and Stride, to be the Fab Four of Ortho Innovators. We have a fantastic conversation for you today that I hope you find both informative and inspirational. Before we begin, I want to give a special thanks to Embrace, Grin, and Lightforce Ortho for coming together to sponsor and help organize this happy hour event, which we held at Bodega Speakeasy in South Beach. Now, without further ado, grab a cocktail and get ready for today's live episode. Innovation begins with all of us, so find your creativity within. I'm Dr. Chris Seta, and I'm shining a light on the innovators of our profession. Welcome to the Illuminate Orthodontic Podcast Live. On today's show, my guests are Drs. John Pham, Adam Schulhoff, and Alfred Griffin. Well, welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. How are you? Fantastic. Awesome. That's fantastic. 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 That's a new one. I need to get on that level. Welcome, everyone, to the AO. Thank you for the AO for having us. So great to be back in person. We've done the virtual thing. I know we had the winter meeting that Adam and I were at in Orlando. But so great reconnecting with all of you. Um, guys, do you have like a favorite part so far? Or what are you looking forward to? You know, I think it's just super awesome to be in person again and seeing all these beautiful faces. And I think orthodontists have always been innovators. But this year, more than ever, we realize that change is about to happen. So you might as well be a part of the change, creating it, than reacting to the change. So kudos to everyone here. Yeah. Nice. I, I was just going to say the alcohol, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure most people are here for the tequila more than the podcast, but that's cool. Default for me was the alcohol. The second thing, and actually I take it back, the most important thing, uh, meeting a lot of people in person that meant so much to our, our journey and, and getting going and actually putting a face to the name. It's so funny. You guys you probably can relate. You see names come down that mean so much or practices, and you got to put, put a face to it. it just, it's very special to see people in person. And I'm honored to bring all these people together. I mean, so many innovators here in front of us. I see Dr. Sebastian Baumgartel here, Justin Hughes, Danielle Zeifman. Who else are you guys seeing here? Tito. 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 Justin's dad. Yeah. Extraordinaire. He's going to be following with a, a little magic show magic. After, after the fact. That would be fantastic. We, we can do magic on the podcast. We're going to have to figure right. out how to do that in audio format. But. And then I think we've got to give a, a shout out to Kyle Fagala. Kyle, you still here? 
Kyle, it's an honor for you to be here. I saw a couple other podcasters too, Leon Klempner, Amy Epstein. Uh, we got the Ortho Marketing guys, Dean and Jeremy Steinman here. Any other podcasters? Raise your hand if you're here. Tito. Tito. Tito's got his own podcast now. Drinking with Tito podcast. Anyway, so speaking of drinks, guys, what are we drinking? Moscow Mule. Okay. A lot of detail there. Thank you, Alfred. <laughs> let's, let's keep this going. It's great. I've got a Margrinita. Okay. What's in a Margrinita? I have no idea. <laughs> but, but we've got Grin in the... Uh, the, the name, name so okay. it's got to be cool. Thank I you voted for team, just yeah. just so you know. I voted for grin and tonic. I thought it was just a lot shorter, sweet, and to the point, right? Grin and tonic. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good, John. And Do you know what got, you're drinking? We got here the Inbrace uh, Mosk Wow Mule. So okay. A lot of wow in here. Wow. Okay, very good. And I actually have a mezcal margarita because this is a tequila and mezcal bar. And uh, I don't know if many of you know mezcal. It's like tequila's smoky cousin. So uh, I'll be feeling pretty good later. So let's talk a little bit about innovation. Alfred, I'm going to turn this over to you. Why do you think innovation is important in orthodontics? Uh, well, I think it's a fun time for orthodontics to innovate because there's so much technology that applies to us that is really coming of age. And yeah. so... I think it's, it's a lot harder for a big company to tell orthodontists what tools and products they should buy and use versus orthodontists, you know, create those ourselves and bring it to market with other orthodontists. So I think it's just the timing of all the technology that's coming of age, becoming mature enough to be applied to help people, help patients, help doctors. Adam, any thoughts on this? I think, you know, we, we talk about, okay, we're in person finally now, right? We've all gone through this pandemic. There's been so much going on. It's opened up our eyes and ears to change. To some extent. And, you know, when I first, and I'm sure you guys experienced this too, we go out as orthodontists to fundraise. And the first thing that we hear from a lot of investors are, wait a minute, you're going to try to change the mindset of doctors? Mm. Oh my God, have we been burnt on trying to change the mindset of doctors, right? And what's actually happened now, whether it's the pandemic, it's the right time, the right place, is that you know, John said it a little bit as far as what's most exciting and seeing people here. It's not just people, but people with open minds. And, you know, similar to what Alfred's saying, it's really that our specialty is ready for a change, right? Whether we've been thrust into that because of outside factors and outside companies that are trying to do this without us or other reasons. But everybody here is actually understanding for, I think, what's the first time in a long time that our patients are looking for something different. They're looking for something better. And we've got to meet them where they are. Mm-hmm. I love that. John, any thoughts on that? You know, I, I totally agree. I mean, in Brace, we've been doing this for, you know, quite some time now. And when I first went out there trying to raise money to change up how we straighten teeth, people thought we were crazy. And, you know, through the years, you see more and more folks kind of going in and going, hey, you know what? I think ortho can be done differently you know what, maybe there is a different type of consumer that's looking for, you know, what we're doing. I call it the blue ocean. But when you think about innovation, it's a lot more than just tech. It's tech, timing, team, team being all of us here. And I think more than ever, orthodontists are just ready for change because they know that, you know, without change, it's just stagnation. Yeah. Could I, can I get another blue ocean, by the way? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all have to drink when this John says blue ocean. This is tonight's drinking game. Yeah. Right. Cheers, by the way. <laughs> Great name for a drink. Yeah. So what do you guys think, you know, speaking about that, what will the future orthodontic practice look like? Any thoughts? You know, for me, um, I think it's about growth. I think it's about, you know, um, a lot of people that care about how they look 
I mean, people get ortho because they want to look better. They want to feel better. And people who want to look better don't want to look worse before they look better. So, you know, um, a lot of people on my team now, they're in the aesthetic space. Botox, Juvederm, LASIK. And, you know, this new consumer are people that want to look better right away, no compliance, you know, um, instant gratification. And that's what we're trying to do here at, at Embrace. Look, I'm just going to add more to that, and, and Alfred is as well. The reality is, is that, yes, aesthetically driven, but also the fact that everything is available to consumers these days in a very different way than it was back when orthodontics was a very, very young profession. And we've got unbelievable new technologies, but that technology has to be something that isn't just a shiny new tool for an orthodontist, but it has to be something that's actually making a difference to the patient in their life, in how they're interacting, communicating with the orthodontist, in how many times they have to come into the practice, and how efficient the appliance is so that they can come into the practice less frequently. Every single person in this room, I mean, half of you are on your mobile devices right now, somehow ordering something, interacting with something, watching something. And that's just the way we get through our daily life right now. And so if we don't start changing, not just the way we see our patients, but the way we interact with our patients, communicate with our patients, we're really going to be left behind. And that's really what the future holds between having it something that does not show and is pre-programmed and I dare say autopilot because the orthodontist still is key in this process, we're having something truly custom where patients understand that custom is better and not just customizing the tool, but actually customizing the journey. That's exactly why the three of us are here and that's where the future is. Yeah, I love that. Alfred, do you have anything? I have to very add? little to add to that. I mean, that. <laughs> okay, you well can just done. drop the mic. Well done. Can, we, can we throw it on the yeah. floor? I do want to pile on top of this one thing, though, yeah. now that you're getting me kind of revved up here a little bit. Oh, okay. Um, blue ocean, blue ocean. <laughs> That's I just, two more I drinks, two Cheers, shots for everybody, everybody here. No, look, look, I think the future of ortho, even just the way consumers come in and learn about us, is going to be different. And you notice I call them consumers because until they sit in your chair and you, you know, treat them, they are consumers. So we got to think like one, right? The last hundred years, most of our patients came from where? The GP, right? That's our referral source. So I didn't realize it when I was treating, but for most of my life, I was treating to make the GP happy. So he or she would send me more patients. But nowadays, a lot of ortho is being done in-house. So now, what's my real referral source? It's making that patient happy, empowering that patient. So I think the next hundred years isn't just about doctor empowerment, it's also about consumer empowerment. And we've got to keep that in mind as we think about what technologies we have in our offices that we offer them. All right. Now, I have a thought now. Um, there so you go. Thank you for triggering that, John, as, as you usually do. Um, I think doctors are in an interesting position. Two groups like influence modern consumers. It's either the companies or the doctors. And I think orthodontists are more empowered now than they ever have been, especially because they've retained um, a lot of them own their practices or, or have their name on the door and they get to control what happens in their practice. And uh, as you do that, you have an opportunity to uh, meet the modern consumer where they are and, and actually help talk about your practice. You, you have that opportunity to own the product, and the product is you. I guess the only little nuance to that is that it's not the companies that are marketing on your behalf. It's, you have that opportunity to do it yourself as a practice owner. I think that's a really great point, Alfred. Just to uh, transition here a little bit in terms of other ortho innovators, who, who are people to keep an eye on? Oh, man, there's so many. I mean, well, first of all, <laughs> I, know I know everybody here in this room is here because they're inspired to do something different. 
And, you know, innovation to me, I think, a lot of us think about innovation as like gadgets and widgets, but innovation can be so many different things. Innovation in how you market, you know, Leon over there. Innovation in how, you know, you do business models. I mean, we've got some of the Smile Docs folks over here, right? Um, innovation in how you do patient management with, you know, remote monitoring and those things. So innovation means a lot of different things that we can all keep our minds on and contribute in our own ways. The, the one thing I'll add to that is, one of the most exciting and uh, just the things that make me happy is when I'm seeing customers of Grin, for example, and I'm sure you guys feel it too, actually taking what we've built and using it in even better ways, yeah. mm. right? I mean, even our remote consultation initially was a forward-thinking doctor saying, hey, this is fantastic for monitoring, but I'm actually going to use it on the front end to be able to start reaching out to patients well beyond even my geography and give them consults and get them into my practice. So the, you know, when John said we're in a room full of innovators, every orthodontist that gets this, gets it fast, turns that on, starts transforming their practice to really employing some of the things that we've built out as the widget, but now they're actually employing not even the ways that we originally designed. Mm -hmm. That's real innovation. We're seeing the same thing, Adam. Like We say all the time at Lightforce, we don't really own the product anymore. It's like... We're getting feedback from the customers. They're telling us what to build because they're using it that innovative way. That's it's a cool thing. When we come back in just a moment, more of our conversation with innovators, doctors John Pham, Adam Schulhoff, and Alfred Griffin. Stay with us. You're listening to the Illuminate Orthodontic Podcast live. Kind support for this podcast comes from Embrace. Embrace was created for orthodontists by orthodontists and straightens teeth on autopilot with a personalized smart wire behind the teeth. Embrace uses gentle, continuous forces to perfect the smile, and there are no monthly adjustments or tray changes. You can expect fast results, a better bonding experience, and more predictable outcomes. The curved design of the smart wire allows your patients to brush and floss normally for better hygiene. With Embrace, the journey is every bit as great as the results. To learn more, head over to embrace.com slash become a provider. Support for this podcast also comes from Grin. Grin is a comprehensive digital platform that provides solutions for all types of teeth straightening and oral health needs. The Grin app and Grin Scope connect patients to real orthodontists in their community. Patients can access quality professional care from the convenience of their smart devices. Doctors can remotely monitor patients via virtual check-ins for complete visibility, reducing chair time, increasing patient volume, and ensuring safety. Create the practice of the future powered by Grin. Great smiles, real orthodontists. To learn more about Grin, please head over to get-grin.com. Support for this podcast also comes from Lightforce Orthodontics. 
Lightforce was co-founded by orthodontist Dr. Alfred Griffin and is one of the fastest growing companies in orthodontics. Lightforce provides a digital platform to fully customize 3D printed tooth moving tools. They've recently launched the world's first fully custom 3D printed buckle tubes. These new custom tubes function like all other Lightforce brackets and provide the value of a custom base, an increased range of rotation, and complete the custom bracket system. Head over to lf.co to request your demo today. Welcome back to our Innovators Roundtable discussion with Drs. John Pham, Adam Schulhoff, and Alfred Griffin. What advice would you give to like maybe someone here in the audience who thinks they have like the next big orthodontic idea? Obviously, the three of you sort of ventured the company and became CEOs. You know, that, that has to be a difficult route. As you guys know, with the precision aligner buttons, I ended up licensing that idea. Any thoughts? Like, what would you recommend for someone that, that has an idea for either a product or a, a service in orthodontics? Talk to somebody and know what you're getting into. It, yeah. It's... Uh, we started, at least as a light force, and I've had the same conversation with John and Adam. It's hard to prepare for starting a company and, and the pressures that come with it. Uh, when you have a you know, large number of people that work for you, you're building a medical device. Uh, they're legal, financial, especially when you take money, the, the, the pressures to do certain things and you change. And so to scale your culture, to do the things you want to do, stay true to your mission. It's a hard thing when you're juggling, you know, a bunch of people that work at a company and outside pressures. So know what you're getting into, I guess what I would say. When I I started LifeWars, I saw John Pham kicking butt at uh, AO 2019. I said, that's what, I think that looks really cool. Uh, We didn't get to know each other uh, as well until like a year later and, uh, you know, stayed close ever since, but, you know, learned a lot. It's, it's not all uh, fun and games, right? It's tough. Yeah. Um, I think orthodontists, we've all gone through residency, and I talk about this a lot. You know, we're masters at multiple choice questions. Is it A, B, C, or D? A, B, C, or D? And then we all get out, and we all open our practices, and guess what? It's not A, B, C, or D. It's this blank slate. So when you're innovating, and you're really trying to blaze trails and do things you know, you see a different kind of future. You got to really believe in that. Why? It's not about the money. It's not about the ego. It's not about being CEO. It's, it's something that you got to really, really deeply care about. So much bigger than yourself. Yeah. And, and surround yourself with people that will support you with positivity. Because there's so much negativity in this world. So much. Trust me. There's, everybody can tell you why you shouldn't do something. But the people who can tell you that you can do something, stick with them. And I will give a shout out right now. Adam, when I was a resident... You know, Adam, Anil, there were these crazy guys on the podium just doing things completely differently. And it gave me hope that, you know what, I can do things my own way, right? And then, you know, I met Alfred when he was a resident. And I was like, you know, Alfred, you do your thing. He was asking me all these crazy questions. I'm like, look, this guy is going to do something. Like, are you trying to invent something? So my uh, co-residents here know what he's talking about. Yeah, he was, I was that jerk in the back of the room asking all the obnoxious he questions. He was busting my chops. But I was so, Yeah. That was what I thought was cool. Is like, you know, uh, John had just raised a $6 million round and he was coming to our residency class talking about this process. I was like, oh my gosh, this is possible. It's like, you know. It is about what's possible. Mm-hmm. And if I can just kind of share my story, yeah, at that time we raised $6 million. I thought that was a shitload of money, excuse my French. And then we wound up to raise like $75 million, And then our most recent round was $100 million, And now we're talking about $500 million. 
right? To think that big, right? Can ortho be that big? That's the question. And so everybody here, I want everybody to just think, right? If Elon Musk came in and said, I'm going to do ortho, how would he change up the world? How would he change up our industry? Yeah. And if we know he could change it up and make it different, then why can't we? That's the big mission here at Embrace. The one thing I'll say is, the reality is, is John saying, can it be that big? The answer is sitting right up here, and it can. Mm -hmm. Because when you think about the money that these two guys raised over here, you understand the way the market is looking at not what we're doing right now, and I'm, okay, fine, fuck it, blue ocean. Uh, but really, what we can become yes. and what's really out there. That's key. And the, the only other thing I'll add is be true to yourself because the question really was, if any orthodontist in the audience is thinking about doing something like this, where do you see yourself in five years? Do you still want to be a clinician? Do you not? Understand how much work, effort, energy it takes from your clinical life, from your social life, from your personal life. And if you see yourself still being a clinician, that's totally cool. Then you need to surround yourself with the right people that can implement for you. So it was your idea, and then you have to really give it to somebody that can run with it. Because we have so many great ideas, and I know all throughout my careers I had great ideas and zero ability to implement. So it's either making that decision we are going to implement or surrounding yourself and finding the people that can. But you have to make compromises to, to yeah. make that lifestyle possible. And uh, you know, seeing patients on Saturdays or whatever it takes, you know, it's, it's hard. I, I would never want to give it up, but um, it's personal choice. But it's, it's hard to do all of it at the same time and do it well with a high-level quality. So. One final topic here. We're going to get back to the tequila and tacos, but I want to congratulate Alfred and John on the 2.0 release of your product. We're trying to get the precision button 2.0 together. Yeah, thank you for the applause. Um, let's just do a, a quick check-in on your products. Alfred, off to you. Sure. 2.0 was a big deal for us. We, we got a lot of feedback from our customers saying that it's not their best for this type of patient or it's missing this component. And so... You know, we're hoping to build with 2.0 is, is create a standard of care for braces patients. And things that we're missing were uh, scan support for late mixed dentition patients, uh, molar tubes was a big deal, uh, Bolton, uh, arch coordination, things like that were missing. And so uh, that, that's been really fun. But I think the, the biggest challenge for us is going to be education and realizing that now there's a new uh, thing, thing you need to learn. Like if you extrude sevens, you might have a problem with a hyperdivergent patient now because it's actually going to happen. So I think, you know, it, there's still some challenges in, in, in education and in, in making awareness, but um, it's been a big lift because you got to, as you guys know, a product is not just a product. It's not just can you make it, but uh, can you make it with quality, scale, and do people know about it and know how to use it? So there's a lot that goes into product development beyond awesome. just building it. And John, what's new with Embrace 2.0? Yeah, so uh, thanks to the amazing feedback from all of you guys here, we really built in um, uh, more patient comfort, uh, great outcomes, um, a wide array of cases that you can treat, and uh, even better autopilot features. If you don't know what that means, please log into www.embrace.com and you'll learn more. And Adam, what's new with Grin? We have just brought to the market HI human intelligence oh, you know already. the concept has always been that ai is really sexy and we're building out a lot of different ai but i do not want a robot talking to my patient mm -hmm. i want a robot giving me or my practice information 
and then a human being talking to our patients because even with this cool stuff that we have going on, it's still about that patient connection. And so I want that connector always to be a human being. I just say I love that because a lot of times you hear marketing buzzwords like AI, machine learning, 3D printing. You know, technology for the sake of technology makes no sense. So I, I love what you do with that. Thank yeah. you. Everyone, thank you so much for attending the first ever Illuminate Live. This has been an awesome experience. <laughs> Cheers to all of you. Thank you. Wrap it up. We'll turn up the music. A couple quick thank yous here. I wish I had note cards, but it's just on a piece of paper. Uh, thank you to the AEO for allowing us to have this event. Uh, at Lightforce, Asia Bradley, Matt Handy, Michael Bonas. This would not happen without all of you. Shay Awasania, Matthew Wang from Embrace, special thanks. With Grin, Jillian Kabansky, she is awesome. My Blue Wave Orthodontics team is here. Can I? Let's hear ya. Neely, Katie, Bethany, Angela, Candace, Christy, and my colleague, Dr. Rob Galloy. Are you still standing? Get, get that guy another drink. Very good friends. Uh, David Spilker, Amy Weber, thank you so much for scouting locations and testing all the cocktails that are there in the corner. They're not orthodontists, but they're really cool people. You should get to know them. Special thanks to the love of my life. She's in bright yellow. I lost her. Oh, she's up there. To my beautiful wife, Nicole. Everyone, round of applause. She's put up with the... You are the sunshine of my life. I can't sing, but uh, thanks, Tom. Yeah. And, and to wrap it up, uh, this podcast would not be possible without my incredible Illuminate team. Skylar Adler behind the boards here. Tom O'Grady from London, Fender Rhodes. Thank you, everyone. Skylar, kick us out. Lead us out, brother. Thanks so much for listening to the Illuminate Orthodontic Podcast. To hear exclusive outtakes, suggest a guest, or sponsor an episode, head over to IlluminateOrthoPodcast.com. Until next time, this is Dr. Chris Seta, signing off.